You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. We have literally walked through the Scripture and we have seen that it is the responsi- responsibility excuse me, of the believer to discipline him or herself. When you are born again, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your spirit man that was dead becomes alive, the real you. For God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, we are made in the image of God, after God's likeness. So the real you is not the exterior, it's the inside. And so what hap- consequently what happens when the real you awakens, it wakes up to a life filled with only the Lord knows what. So your spirit man now dealing with proclivities and idiosyncrasies that it had nothing to do with. And except my mind is renewed, we will still participate in unhealthy habits. So it's vitally important that you constantly, someone say constantly, renew my mind. Now let me say something. Uh, That's not going to stop. You will forever be in a position where you should be renewing your mind because of the flesh, because of that fallen nature. And the only time you will no longer have to renew it is that when Jesus comes back and you receive a glorified body. Are you with me? So, uh, but we are responsible. Say, I'm responsible for me. I have to take charge of me. Now, God has given us everything we need to live a godly, successful life, but there's something that I have to do. The Lord's not going to come down and renew your mind for you. He's not going to flip the pages of your Bible for you. You have to initiate and do something. Amen? Uh, uh, you know, a lot of times we people say, I'm waiting on Jesus, man. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus rested. He's resting. He finished his work. He's waiting on It's your move. Well, that was a good. Look at someone say, it's your move now. Now, we also seen, and I'm just doing a little review. We also seen that, uh, and we've seen this in the scripture, that a man or woman who has no rule over his or her spirit is like a city with broken down walls. Again, in ancient uh, Israel, there were fortified, fortified cities walled its cities, and it was their uh, safeguard. And any time they were compromised, it would cause them to become enemy, or excuse me, become prey to the enemy, open for any type of assault and attack. And it's the same way when we fail to discipline ourselves, we open up ourselves for all types of assaults and attacks. That's why Proverbs 4 encourages us to guard our hearts, talking about that mind, with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Boy, this is good. And we have to get our minds. You know, the old church used to say, he's a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. Will you just say this, Lord, regulate my mind. Regulate us. Oh, I don't, I'm a bit, oh man, let me, let me uh, dad, boy, let me get back in. Let me get back in. I'm, let me teach the word. I just, it, Get your mind regulated. Get your mind regulated. Get your mind Get your mind regulated. But but we we've learned that we have to take responsibility for self. 
Now, uh, we've taken on various subheadings, and I want to pick up where we left off, and we talked about one of the things that we have to do if we're going to take charge of me is that we have to take charge of our relationships. It's the people around us. I submit to you, if you are excelling in life, if you are soaring, soaring, a lot of it has to do with your associations. And if you are stuck, guess what? A lot of it has to do with your associations. So if you want to get unstuck, get around the right people. If you want to begin to soar, associate with the right people. Can I say this? Will you say this? It's the people in my life. If they, not trying to be deep, but if they aren't growing you, they are slowing you down. So if they're not growing you, guess what? They're slowing you. Iron sharpens iron. What am I doing differently now that's aiding in me fulfilling my God-given purpose? And, and let me say this. See, even in relationships, in general, man, woman. And see, when we're talking about relationships, we're not just talking about dating. We're talking about associations as a whole, people in our sphere of influence. So here's the thing. Come here, Brother Fred. See, even now, for the sake of this illustration, this is the bottom, right? This is the bottom. This is the top. So whoever I'm associating with, and I know sometimes even when we meet significant others, as long as he has potential, I can work with the brother. As long, because we all in seed form. As long as the sister has some potential, you know, I might, I might you know, we'll work with it. But if we are both here, we're, we're, we're no help to one another. So one of us has to be up here. Now, if I'm already up here, turn around, bro. If I'm already up here, then I can help you get here. Now, a couple of things. When we meet people, either we're going to be up here already and keep going higher because iron sharpens iron. But one of us has to already be there. I got to have a prototype. I have to have a vision of where I want to go because when, when, when the blind lead the blind, we both going to stay in the ditch. Not only are we going to fall in a ditch, we're not getting out of the ditch. So one of us, and, and, and see, you even have to be so bold to say, listen, I, I, I know you got, you know, got it. But they already have it, possess it. Now, if you love me, Set me free. And if I come back, I probably won't if I taste a good life. But if I come back, then that means, <laughs> it was, boy, I wish I had about two people that would at least pass it. I didn't see where you're going, but I kind of see what you're talking about now. But somebody already has to be up here. So we need to look at our, at the people in our life. This, this is going to be a hard pill to swallow. We got any extra water? We got any extra water? For real. And I have to do a survey. Boy, this is going to... Oh, boy. Carter, with my security. Can I use you again today, sir? Thank you. Can I get you to come down again? Thank you, sir. Let's, let's thank God for help. Thank you. And everybody, he's training. He's a good man. Amen. Glory to God. We thank God for you. Amen. I did good today, didn't 
You would have had to be here last week to know what I'm talking about, but I'm working on it. Well, yeah. My kids tell me I need to quit putting people on blast. And it's not intentional because it's not scripted, but I'm working on not, you know, I'm working on. Thank you. Last week, I talked about how he was walking, didn't I? I didn't even, he walked right today. He walked, he walked like a, he walked right today. Thank, thank God for, I'm learning. Look and say, Pastor, growing too. But I need you here for, for, for when I say this, you need it because this is a big, this is big. You got your water? Get your water, get your play, play water. Come on, play, 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 play. See, I want to see everybody doing it. Get your play, play water. See, everybody's not doing this, not ready, not ready for it. But you, you got to be ready for it. So, look, so, so you have to do a survey of your associations. And everybody that's down here, uh, they have to get the. The only exception is if they're willing to take that step with you and come up here. But if they're not willing to come up here, honey, you have to stay down here. But I can't stay here because you're pulling, you're slowing me down. I have purpose. I have destiny. There's things that God put in me before the foundation of the world. There are people that I'm to reach and impart. In, but, but I can't do that if I stay here. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Bless you. Are you with me? Let's read this verse. So the first point. We have to take charge of our what? Will you say this? If they're not growing me, they are slowing me. Ready? Let's read this out loud. Ready? Read. Do not be do not be unequally bound together with unbelievers. Do not make missed, matched alliance with, alliances with them inconsistent with your faith. Hold on. Again, by now you already know who can tell me what uh, unequally yoked means. It means Two people who what? Two people who what? That have opposing beliefs. That could be two saved people or one saved and one not saved. That's why we have to say if we all love Jesus, then our beliefs should coincide with what the scripture says. Boy, this is this. Are you here? If you believe in that the Lord wants you blessed and prosperous and the people you're around don't believe that. We are not on the same page. Hmm. For what partnership, come on, let's finish. For what partnership can righteousness have with lawlessness or what fellowship can like? Why is he going over this? Because learning is repetitious. And I know that you, well, who learn everything that there's able, that, that, that you're able to learn relative to arithmetic the first day. I mean, you went straight from adding to calculus. So learning is repetitious. Then too, if this gets in you, you can apply it. I don't want you leaving here. Boy, he taught a good message. What was it about? Um, well, he said something about uh, uh, Sam, Ham, I am, collard greens, and ham. Spam will. No. I want you to be able to articulate this in such a way that if the devil is waiting for you when you get to your house. You know exactly what to say and for he can, so he can run his little self on. And let me say this. He's already defeated. So half the battle's over. All you got to do is just know your authority as a believer. Are you here? Let me say this, man. Your, this, is, 
This is important because it's the people in our lives. Now, let me say something about 2 Corinthians. You know, Paul is still talking to these people who were struggling spiritually because they were surrounded with idolatry, immorality, and the, their biggest problem was the inabil- their inability to divorce their culture. And sometimes as Christians, one of our biggest problems is to divorce the culture from which we come. I have no taste to do some of the stuff I did when I was a heathen or a sinner. I don't know why people, Pastor, you don't want to say heathen. Oh, just, it just sounds bad. It just sounds, just, it, it, it does something to me. Well, a non-believer, okay? So, and listen, all oh, this is going to mess with about, how many? About seven people. Paul even addresses them in 1 Corinthians about certain Christians you don't even need to associate with. Let me tell you something. Everybody naming the name of Jesus, man, is, you know, again, do we have, share the same values? What do we have in common? And, and let me say something. Once you've been delivered from something, stay, you know, don't be like the dog who returns to his vomit. Why do you want to go back to that? You've been delivered from that. Are you here? But your ability to create the most positive, powerful legacy possible will have much to do with the people you choose to surround yourself with on a daily basis. I say that again. Your ability to create the most, especially if you have children. See, again, somebody has to be up here. Because if we're all down here, you can have three generations of people still down here. And if they're, and I say this all the time, if there is not a one, you be the. I pass everybody in my family. Is that is yeah, well, you be the first one. That's why, I said, man, I'm telling you, 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 better be, you, you have to be careful who's helped shaping your thoughts. Wow. And, and, and you have people now, they don't want to be Christians because you, of the Christians who failed to renew their mind. And, and they think that, why do I need, if, if this is God, I don't want it. Oh, I say this all the time. Nothing sabotages a life mission as quickly as being around the wrong people. Second Corinthians, uh, excuse me, first Corinthians 15, 33, God's word. But your ability to create the most positive, powerful legacy possible will have much to do with the people. Listen to this. You choose to surround yourself with it on, de- on surround yourself with on a daily basis because we choose the people we want to hang around. Yes, you do. It's a choice. Don't let anyone deceive you. Associating with bad people will. That's true. One translation says, corrupt good habits. So if you have good habits, you have to hang around people who are consistent with having good habits or who possess good habits. Or else, if you're on the bottom, you're going to corrupt or being corrupt relative to your habits. Are you with me? Say this. It's the people in my life. You, you, you have to extricate yourself from the wrong environment. You have to, to just be willing to, you have to free yourself from people who are still, and again, it's, it doesn't mean that they're bad people. You're just not good for me. Oh, you, very nice. I'll give you the shoes off his feet if he had some. But, but, but you're just not good for me. Oh, he'll take you all across town if he had transportation. more than anything else Satan will love to keep you distracted 
So, so, so you have to be strong enough to, because let me, because people of integrity, you know, we're not afraid to walk away from ominous relationships, toxic relationships, relationships that are dangerous. We're not afraid. No, no, you know what, man? No. <laughs> because you, again, like I stated last week, when you know your self-worth, you don't put up with the nonsense. You know your value. You know your value. And you know what some need to do? You need to go get another appraisal. See, because you, you can hang around the, the, the wrong environment so long that you, your value. Yeah. So now you need a new appraisal. Because e e even when, they, when they're building various subdivisions, you, you know, just say if, if your house is 10,000 square feet, we're not going to let you come in here and build a house 2,200 square feet. And there are a lot of homes that's 2,200 square feet, but this, this is a whole different community of people. And imagine a mindset of somebody who lives in a 10,000 square foot. And I know some of you do, but, 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 but no, for real. But, but the point is, uh, uh, look at your neighbor and say, those of you who live in that environment, just say, it is a different type of community. Just go ahead and tell them, this is a different type of community. So, 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 it, so the point is, if, and that's what they're saying, if you're going to ride with us, then you have to bring your value, your level of thinking up a little bit higher. And, and, and watch this. And if for some reason we did allow other homes to be built that's significantly smaller, it will lower the value Boy, this, this is, I'm trying to make it as simple as I can be. And see, uh, I want to be real slow here because when you, you, you have to be strong enough to, to, when you walk away, stay away. Boy, that, that, well, that was pretty good. Y'all getting these nuggets. I'll write that down. I'll drop that. When you walk away, stay away. Proverbs 12, 26. And, and notice, I'm telling you, so you, you, what, what did I say earlier? You, you have to begin to do a survey of your relationships, right? Didn't I say that? Let, just let me show you this again. Um, uh, the NAB, uh, Proverbs 18, 24. You okay? You okay? Look at your neighbor and say, you all right? This is some good stuff. If you don't like it, act like you like it. Say that to him. If you don't like it, act like you like it. But I know you like it. A man of, a man of, so, so, so that means you know, we have to really begin to do a survey of our associations. And because it, 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 too many people, as the scripture says, can, you can come to ruin. See, I, I, I can't have, uh, you know, you, you, you know, if I have nine, all nine, we all need to be on the same plane. I can't have five good and five knuckleheads. No, I need, we all have to be on the same. Matter of fact, how, how important is your destiny to you? How important is your God-given purpose to you? How important are you to you? Because if you love me, there are certain things that you will under no circumstances tolerate. And I've been saying this for years. You have to have a set of non-negotiables. Your, your absolute knots. Under any circumstance will I compromise my integrity 
concerning this. I don't care what you flash in my face, what you do, what you say. I'm not, I'm not bending on that one. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.